sister podcast. So, today, before we get started with our icebreaker, we want to welcome a very special guest to the podcast today. Our very first guest star, Kelly Smith. Hey. (laughs) Do you guys remember me talking about her a few podcasts ago? Yes. This is Malia's best friend, Kelly. And she She always talks about me. Yes. <laughs> Good and bad. Kelly <laughs> Kelly has been mentioned a lot in the podcast. She is a dear friend of our family. She's she goes really to church with us. Yeah, she goes to our church. Um, and you guys probably know her. But for those of you who don't know her, this is Kelly, guys. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kelly, how old are you? I'm 21. Okay, and what's your relationship status? Uh, engaged. She's engaged. <laughs> We're going to celebrate in September. Kelly? Not the wedding. <laughs> Kelly is getting married in October, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Kelly's getting married in October, so she's got some exciting things going uh-huh. on in her life. And we just wanted to welcome Kelly to be our first guest star because she is our close, close friend that we love so much. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, for this week's icebreaker, Kelly, do you want to say what this week's icebreaker is? What is your favorite comfort show? Yes. So, what's, like, a TV show that you could watch over and over again just, like, for no reason? Like, because it's your comfort show. So, let's start with Kiera. Okay. My favorite comfort show is Gilmore Girls. Yes. I do I like watch it. Never but, watched it. Oh, man. There was another one I never seen it. said. Are you serious? Never watched what? it. Gilmore Girls is so good. I think it was back in the early, like, 2000s is when it, it came out. Wait, yeah, I do. I I've seen, it. like, an episode or two, I think, because you've watched it. I like yeah. it. But it's like when in doubt, I watch that show. Like, I'm off on Fridays. I work 410s. So, on Fridays when I'm off, if I have time, I just watch Gilmore Girls while I'm doing my laundry and my housework. Yeah. So, my comfort show, I think I kind of have two. I would say, like, throwback H2O. Like, yes. <laughs> that's, yes. that's like your middle school. That's like my middle school. Right, now I have like four different comfort shows I can choose. Okay. Literally, H2O is like my middle school. Like, if I want to go back to the good old days, like when us girls were homeschooled for like half a year. Fun fact, we were homeschooled for half a year. <laughs> and we spent so much time together. And we it was would, really when we fun, got so when we were homeschooled, we would do our chores and do our housework. And there's and a certain we... candle warmer that smells. <gasps> That's another uh, icebreaker we should do is our favorite candle warmer scent. <laughs> okay, back to the topic. Back to the topic. Okay. So, it's a tiki wood. Or Whatever you want. Mahogany. So I would say that my other one is probably Reba. I just finished. Yes, I love Reba. Reba. I love Reba. Las Vegas. What? What? <laughs> That's Have you ever watched Reba Las Vegas? Have you ever watched Reba? Reba's good. I Reba like Reba. Good. I just I'm finished the last survivor. season on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops, with gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. Okay, okay. Kelly, what's your comfort show? Oh, so I don't really have a comfort show, but I've, like... <laughs> I've caught myself going back to like my little girl ages and like and watching like Rugrats. <laughs> yes, Kelly says the Rugrats is my comfort. And 
like all the little kids shows that I used to watch. I love the Rugrats go wild with the yes. wild thornberries. Yes. I love the wild thornberries. Yeah, it's so underrated. We probably think we're being so relatable, and everybody's like, "What are these shows?" <laughs> so my turn. I have two. I have two. Oh, did I interrupt? Did we yeah. Oh. <laughs> go ahead. Um. But now that I'm old, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, good. Um, I've got myself watching The Rookie a lot. It's on Hulu. It's good. I feel like I've heard a lot of people say The Rookie's good. I'm done now. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, I have two, and I couldn't decide, so I'm going to pick both. Because I'll just go back and forth. Um, number one would be Boy Meets World. Oh, I'm yes. That like that, I love Boy Meets World, and I've loved it since probably middle school, too. But... We started watching it because they came out the new Girl Meets World, but it's not as good, so don't watch it. <laughs> you can if you want to, but Boy Meets World is so good. And um, my second one would be Bridgerton. And just to clarify, we watch it on a thing called VidAngel. So, like, VidAngel, for all you Christians out there that hate watching any kind of Netflix, Hulu, um, Prime, all these different, you know, shows and movies that have a lot of, like, language and um, inappropriate scenes and stuff like that, you can, it completely cuts all that out. Mm-hmm. So you can watch it and get as much as you can out of the show without having all that And you can make it junk. like as strict or as lenient as you want. Yeah, yeah. it's called VidAngel. You have to make an account. It's like $10 a month, I think. So worth it. Yeah, it yeah. is so worth it. Because it doesn't even like, you won't, don't even notice half the time that it skipped something. Yeah. Because it, it's so good at covering it up. But anyway, I watched Bridgerton on VidAngel. All the time. I love Bridgerton. It is such a good show for all y'all that want to watch it. It is so good. So, Bridgerton and Boy Meets World probably are my top two. So, if you want to, like, filter your TV or if there's a show you want to watch but, you know, it has language in it, we watch everything on VidAngel because yeah. it filters out yeah. Like, even bad. new movies. Like, it's got, like, everything. So, you could literally watch everything on it. This is not an ad for VidAngel. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. <laughs> so, um... As always, you guys, we're going to post our icebreaker on Facebook, and you guys go comment and let us know what your comfort show, or even like if you have a comfort movie. I have so many comfort movies. Mm-hmm. So if you have a comfort movie, even. Um, but we're going to get right into this week's topic, which is... <laughs> I don't think this one needs a drum roll. It's kind of sad. Just like a slow, like, symbol. Yeah. So this week was request... This... This topic was requested, and it is, why do bad things happen? So, this is, like, one of those, like, when when someone first immediately, like, asks you, it just kind of, like, it kind of takes you back. And it's, like, wow, that's, like, a big question. One that can't be answered in just, like, a few sentences, really. I think this is hard for anyone to yeah. answer, like, any time. If right. you're asked this question, you automatically feel awkward. And every Christian has been asked this question yeah. at least once. I feel like a lot of non-believing people, one of their main reasons for not being a Christian is they're like, you know what, if God was so good, if God was real, why do bad things happen? Why is there death in the world? Why is there cancer? Why, you know, why does all this bad stuff happen if God's real? And even, honestly, like a lot of Christians, not like... Like, Christians will ask, like, God, why are you allowing this to happen? And, like, I remember working at 
um, a counseling center and my boss was having a conversation with me about it one time and she was talking about a good friend of hers who was a Christian and then like died of um, like a sickness and just she hated to see him suffer and she was just like I don't understand why good people go through bad things and at that time it was so hard to like give her a response because it is hard like you don't you know you don't want to hurt anybody with your answer and you don't want to say the wrong thing and push anybody away that's why this is such like a hard topic but we've tried to study on it and pray on it and just really seek because you know if you really want to know the answer for something pray or read the bible and you will get the answer and god will show it to you reveal it to you so i'm just going to read a couple verses here out of isaiah 43 um starting with verse 1 it says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. So, I was reading this the other day, and... It really, it was really comforting to hear, like, no matter what you go through, God's going to be there. These are just kind of, like, analogies, like, you know, the waters, the fire, like, not, not literal. Um, I mean, they could be, but most of the time it's just referring to, like, seasons that we go through in our life that are really hard. And, like, I noticed, I was talking to my mom about these scriptures, and I just noticed that, like, in verse 2, it says, when thou passest through the waters, and when thou walkest through the fire. Like, it doesn't say, if you ever go through anything bad. Like, it says, when. Like, that means that you are going to go through bad things. Like, everyone in the world is going to go through bad things. The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. Whether you're a Christian, or whether you're, you know, a non-believer, it doesn't matter. Like, the Bible says God has no respect or person. Like, he's not going to put, put things on you just because you're a non-believer or just because you're a Christian or, like, everyone's going to go through things. And I think that one of the biggest things, just like Kier was saying a while ago about, like, non-believers, I think that one of the big things is they do say, like, why does God allow these things to happen? And... I think to answer that, you have to go all the way back. And Kier had some scripture um, in Romans that she was talking about if she wants to read that. But, like, it goes all the way back to Adam and Eve. Yeah, in Romans 5, the Bible says, By one man sin entered into the world. So we go back all the way back to Genesis, the very beginning. Um, when God created the earth, it was perfect and it was good. And the Bible says that over and over, it was good. And and the world was perfect and God made a world where man and God could just commune together and have a perfect life together. And we were given that choice or Adam and Eve were given that choice between, you know, God and sin and they chose sin and then sin entered into the world. Yeah. I hear people say this all the time. I've said this a lot, but I was like, all this stuff wouldn't be happening if Adam and Eve wouldn't have done what they did. Like, our human instincts are, like, are always the same. So, like, anybody would have done the exact same thing, if that makes sense. Like, we want to complain, if I was there, I wouldn't have done it. 
but a lot of us can't even go through a day without lying. Yeah, it's like the flesh just yeah. comes back. Like, yeah. yeah. natural. Yeah. There's constantly a battle yeah. between your spirit and your flesh yeah. on the inside. It's an internal battle that you don't necessarily, like, can physically see, but it's happening, like, in your mind. Or you always have, like, that, that devil and angel on your shoulder all the time. It's there. And I'm not saying, like, that things happen to you as a punishment, Adam and Eve's sin did bring destruction into the world. Like, God told Eve, if you eat of that tree, then you will die. And, you know, the devil came like he does, and he whispered lies, and he just made her believe, you know, all of these false things. And so she did sin. And it's so easy for us to look at Adam and Eve and be like, oh my gosh, they ruined everything. But, you know, they didn't know the, the true consequence of sin. They didn't see it until they did it. Now, we do live in a world where we do see it. We've never lived in a perfect world. We see the consequences of what they did every single day, and we still choose to sin. And I think that speaks a lot for our character, so I really don't think we have anything to say negatively about Adam and Eve. Yeah. The sin of Adam and Eve opened the gate for death, you know, that's the reason we have to die now. Yeah. The, like, cancer, the bad things that happen in the world. Yeah. And a lot of people want to blame that on God. But people were given a choice in the beginning. And it was man that allowed sin to enter into the world. And because of that, we were separated from God. And God knew that we were going to do that anyway. Like, no matter who he would have mm-hmm. put there, he could have put the most random people ever, and they would have done the same thing. He knew we were always going to choose sin. That's just, you know, human nature. I think it's easy to point out, like, all of the bad things. And we always, everybody wants someone to blame and never themselves, like myself included. We always want to blame someone else. It's easy for me to be like, oh, my gosh, like, thanks, Adam and Eve. Now I have to, <laughs> now I have to go to work every day. Now yes. I have to, yeah. And it comes back to the devil. The devil was the one who tempted Adam and Eve to sin. Yeah. He came as a serpent and he tempted Adam and Eve to sin. The Bible says that the devil comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But yet he gets none of the blame. When something bad happens, immediately someone wants to say, well, if God's real, why did this happen? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, well, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, He's the one that brought sin into the world and this is what we have to do with with these hard things. God has always tried to, or he has always done, you know, exactly what he knows is best for us. And God loved us so much that he didn't want us to just mindlessly follow him and obey him. He wanted us to love him because we loved him and obey him. And he wanted it to be our choice. And he continues every day to give us that choice. And that is the true showing of God's love and even after Adam and Eve sinned God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross so that we could have a second chance of that perfect world heaven and if God didn't care about us if he didn't love us if he only wanted bad things to happen then he never would have sent his only son and watched him suffer and die carrying the burdens of the world on his back like it was so hard to go through what he went through like the plucking of his beard and the stripping him down in front of people and humiliating him and and you know everything that happened to him the humiliation and the pain that he went through it was to rescue us and it's just so heartbreaking that people can look past that 
and just focus on all the bad things that are going on. And like God wants to know that whoever, you know, Christians are going to be the ones who are who are in heaven one day. And that's because God wants to make sure that this isn't going to happen again. We're not like we're not going to go back to a simple world full of heartache. Like this time it's going to stay perfect. And he wants to make sure the ones who are going to that place want it to stay that way. That's why we do have to go through hard things down here. Like God is saying who his chosen people really are. So it's up to us to put up that fight and to hold on no matter how hard it gets sometimes. Life is hard. <clears throat> we've we've been through a lot of hard stuff and I know everyone, I, I know I can speak for everybody. Yeah. The past three years have been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of low lows and yeah. we've lost a lot of people and just you know over your life you can look back and i'm sure that there you know you've lost family members you've seen people get sick and and die and it's hard it, it's terribly hard like when we since 2020 we've lost several immediate members of our family and every single time it happened it was like it got harder and harder because they're like and you do think like god why you know i remember thinking cuz we lost within 15 months we lost three people in our immediate family so every five months we lost someone literally almost to the day and it was hard there were times where you're just like god why is this happening you know like there was a point where i just felt so broken and i was just like god can you please just take from someone else because i felt like we were just having to give up people we loved right and left and it was hard and it's it's really hard because you want to question god in those seasons of life before I was even a Christian, like, when my brother passed away and growing up without, like, being the only child, yeah. I was like, you know, why did you have to take him? Like, why yeah. why was it him and not someone else? Like, God will show you things that you need to see. Yeah. Like, I always prayed that he was in, you know, God's hands. And, like, he'll point out, like, he'll give you signs. And, like, you just have to pray that he gives you the strength and the guidance and yeah. to get you through every day. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, being now as a Christian, like, I see, it's like a whole nother world. Like, I know he's okay. I know, you know, everything's fine. Like, he's yeah. got the perfect body, and he's where I want to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but it is hard, like, when things like that happen, and you're like, that was my mom. That was my, you know, grandpa, you know? Like, they had such a good life, and they lived a good life. And it's hard to think, like, you know why did why did it have to be them? Mm-hmm. But like God God gives His battles to the strongest soldiers, and you know you just have to pray that God gives you the strength and that He lets you know that they're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought of this Bible verse. Well, it's a few verses because it's my absolute favorite part in the Bible. Um, it just came to me a little bit ago. So if you heard like the Bible like moving around, that was because I was looking for it. <laughs> Um, Ecclesiastes 3, and it says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which was planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. 
a time to keep and a time to cast away. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. And those like series of verses, like just like Kira was talking about, like people we've lost, it seems like God has always brought me back to those verses because he does warn us multiple times in the Bible. This is going to happen, okay? And He's that's why he's saying, I'm there to help you. I didn't make this stuff happen, but I'll be there to help you. I'll be there to guide you through it. He's literally gave us this Bible to read and to pray to him and mm-hmm. find that peace. And that verse always gives me peace. And it's just telling you that, like, there is going to be times where you're, you need to cry and you need to be sad. And then there's times where you are going to be joyful and you're going to celebrate and He's warning you that this is what life holds. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it's not always going to be perfect by any means. But I don't, it's hard not to, <laughs> you know, still question because we're human. But mm-hmm. yeah. instead of blaming God, try to lean into God yeah. because he's the one that gets us through these hard battles. Like Malia said in the Bible multiple times, he reminds us, yeah, you're going to go through these things. You live in a, an imperfect mm-hmm. world. You're going to have struggles. You're going to have heartaches. You're going to have loss, but there's a place where we can go mm-hmm. and we find refuge in him. We find strength and peace and comfort. The Bible says he'll not leave us comfortless. You know, he'll be a friend to you and he's not the reason that bad things happen in the world. I think it's hard for people to not look at like the boss of everything and be like, how are you letting this happen? But the truth is, is like, this world is always going to be what it is. It's always going to bring heartbreak. And the, the wisest thing that we can do is run to the creator and not away from him mm-hmm. because that's the only way we're going to try fi- like find true comfort in this world is to lean into him. He has the answers and he has the way. And if you ever want to live in a perfect world, that is the only way. Heaven is is a perfect world and we'll be there one day. We just have to hang on and endure these hardships that we go through and and trust that there is a reason for everything. There's a season for everything. Mm -hmm. If Jesus himself went through hardships, then what makes us think we're any better that we're not going to? That's Mm -hmm. just what this world does. I mean, Jesus was the only perfect person to walk this world. And they hung him on a cross and killed him. So, we're not going to get through this life unscathed. Yeah. And like Kelly said, when she was, she said, you know, before she was saved, she had a lot of trouble wondering why. And for those of you who don't know, Kelly lost her older brother in a car accident. Mm -hmm. And um, like she said, just wondering why that happened. And then when she got saved... It was like her eyes are open. You you understand. God can hear your prayers. Just pray to him. Like, Be like, you know, Lord, I'm really struggling. Mm-hmm. Show me the way. Like, Show me what I need to see. You right. know, Pray for comfort. Yeah. yeah. And for me, it took, it took years before I actually got comfort. And before, you know, I actually knew that it was signs from God. Like, you know. But it just takes time. And, like... You just have to pray about it every day for God to yeah. help you. And it's, I, I was talking to the kids in my Sunday school class about this lesson. And I you know, was talking about how I lost my papa Frank a couple years ago. And I said even though that was one of the worst days of my life, that was the best day of his life. Yeah. Because he was transformed to that perfect world. And I just have to continue to look at it that way. Because like he worked his entire life 
to receive that reward. And there's no point in me grieving over that because it's nothing to grieve over. He's happy now. He is in that perfect world. I should, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with grieving. Obviously, I continue to grieve that he's not here meeting my baby. And some days it's just overwhelming pain that, you know, I'll never get to see him hold my baby down here. But I just think that, like, you know, he has gone to that perfect place, and I just got to get ready to go there with him. Yeah. It makes heaven that much sweeter to know mm-hmm. that there's a little piece yeah. of, of your you heart. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, A little piece of your heart there. So it makes you, I tell people that all the time, if I know somebody's lost someone close to them and they're not saved, I always bring that up. I'm like, don't you want to go to heaven and just your heart longs to be there because, yeah. you know, you have a loved one there. And obviously our number one thing to go to heaven should be Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and like it is, but that is very close up there to be able to see those people again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The Bible says lay your treasures up in heaven because where your treasures are, that's where your heart will be mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. And our loved ones are our greatest treasures. And, you know, to see them go on and go to heaven that's where our heart should be, to want to go there. Yeah. That's the reason that you're a Christian, because you believe in Jesus, you believe in God, you know that there's a purpose, and we have a hope of heaven where things will be perfect mm-hmm. one day. Yeah. But we just want to let everyone know, um, thank you for listening, and we are just going to pray comfort comes to all of those who are hurting or will hurt in the future or have hurt in the past. Just everybody who needs just that special comforting touch from God and if you guys ever need anything as always you can always message any of us or if you have any topic ideas um just let us know and thank you guys for always supporting us thank and you guys remember for that God doesn't put you through bad things the devil does yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so if anyone has any questions or any further like topic ideas message us if you need prayer message us we're always here if you want to reach out. We want to thank Kelly for being on our <laughs> podcast this week. Thank you have enjoyed it. <laughs> and we're really thinking about reaching out to some people and doing more guest speakers in the near future. So um, just be much in prayer for that. And we will talk to you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.